Mrs. Steen to live the dream and today we're talking about the fact of a lot of us have purpose calling and we don't know where that is. We lost it when we were a child. We used to dance, we used to sing, we used to do all of the things that we were passionate about when we lost it, when we became an adult and started adulting. But there's still that gnawing in our gut, a gnawing in our spirit, that gnawing desire because our mind is telling us we can't stay here, but we don't know how to get out. I'm that person that's going to help you from the gestation to help you birthing that thing that is your purpose through mindset, emotional, social, physical, spiritual, and financial help in order to lead you into the walk of the fullness of achieving what you are called to do. This is Taj McCameron. Catch you now. Taj McCameron for Steam to Live the Dream, and today we're talking about business skills. One of the most detrimental things that you could ever do to your business is not developing business skills and thinking that you're going to jump out and create a business. No. Let me repeat that. No. You can say it nicely. No, no, you're not supposed to do that. You have to at least learn your business basics before you can create anything. If you don't have any skills in business, you will not have a business. You will not be able to develop a business you will not be able to build out a business. Coach that I listened to, the reason that she was able to build the business and make the $350,000 that she was able to make in the past year from building her business from scratch over the past seven years is because she had business skills before she decided to quit her job and start doing the business that she's in right now that has made her the amount of money that she has made she had business skills how'd she have business skills because she worked in corporate for several years before she went into business by herself how do I have business skills and the knowledge that I have? Let me tell you, I went to college for five and a half years. One of the main things that I studied was business management and administration. Because I was planning on developing my own business. I started study entrepreneurship. I studied how to manage a small business, a brick and mortar business, business law. So yes, I understand business from multiple different sides and realms. 
creatively. So I know now this. I understand business. I've looked at business stats, statistics, statistics for my own business, understanding how to build a business creatively, understanding how to build a business, period. Understanding the about seven to ten steps that you need to take in order to create a business. Understanding not only from the business side, but also understanding from the financial side how to create a business, how to sell for a nonprofit, how to create a business, and understanding DBAs and contracts and all of these beautiful things. That ugly stuff that nobody needs to pay attention to or desire to pay attention to or don't want to pay attention to. I've paid attention to all of those things and not to brag have a course on it but you must learn business skill because you will fail and in today's society in the market that we're working in you need to know as much as you can know and develop in business in order to be able to grow the way that you desire to grow. And develop in order to be able to build out plans, strategies, strategically know what it is that you're doing, how to go about your day-to-day, organizing what it is that you're doing, how to be able to set up what it is that you're doing. If you don't have money and you need things set up, knowing what programs, what things, what business suites, what things that you can use that don't need another person that you can set up yourself by taking a week out of your time to set up a month worth of posts or the things to make it look like in the internet world look like you got a whole team of people behind you but maybe just be you but you were able to use your business skills and skill set to be able to set that up. You're able to business plan, you're able to plan your week out, you're able to plan your posts out, you're able to plan your, your, your podcasts out, your business out, all these things. And you're able to take that month that now that you've spent that week and you've planned all of these things out, you're able to catch up on work that you weren't able to do while you were setting those things up and able to record your podcast, able to sit and meet with clients for four clients a day, you're able to sit and meet do um uh one-on-ones able to do all of these things while you're making money on this and the back end is operating and your social media is making money and it looks like you got a team of people and it's just you let's be real being able to take courses and classes and do all these types of things but you're using your business skills and skill sets that you learned in order to be able to do these things but if you have no business skills and you have no business knowledge how how are you going to build these things out i'll tell you how you're going to take a course now here'd be that part where I would slide in the fact that I have a course on how to create your business from brainstorming to development from brainstorming your content to contracts I got all of that 
I'm not saying that you got to go with me. But you need to talk to somebody if you're going to create a business. You need to understand the skills and the skill sets. At the very least, open up Google and create an article. Look at an article on what skills you would need in order to start your own business. The very, very least. But you need to have a certain amount of understanding in business and understanding the steps in which you need in order to develop and build out your business. Why do the majority of businesses fail within that first five years? They're unorganized. They're inconsistent. They don't have enough people working for them. The money's getting funny and people ain't paying attention to where the money going left, right, and sideways. And they aren't paying themselves. They aren't paying the people correctly when it, when money comes down to it. And these are all things that are needed to know if you're going to start a business and do so with skill, business understanding, business uh, savvy, and to be able to maintain during hard times. And having people behind you that are going to keep you going. If it wasn't for my coach... I gave up a long time ago on this, these things that I'm working on right now. And I'm actually now beginning to see momentum in. Hello. I'm starting to see change. But you have to be able to place yourself in position and surround yourself with people that are in the arenas and places and spaces that you want to be in. Have access. They're going to give you contacts and connections. But you got to have the skills and the skills to put yourself in those positions. You have to be able to network, to position yourself, and to brainstorm, and to situate yourself. These are all key things, and this reminds me that I probably am going to end up having to do an entire episode just on networking. Will I do it today? Maybe, maybe not. Let's see how I feel before I all of a sudden done. But you want to do what you want to do. But you have to understand your skills and your skill sets before you even start and say that you're going to plan out to do any kind of business. Know who you are, know what you're doing, know know where it's coming from. Work those things out. Now with working those things out, you can build out these things on a long-term basis. So, learn to see how you can do those things. Get skills. Learn skills. Become an expert in those skills. Grow. Scale. And you will do mighty things. This is Taj McCameron from the scene to live the dream. 
Until next time, love, faith, peace, and blessings. Hello and welcome to Steam to Live the Dream and this is your host Taj McCameron and tonight we're talking about networking. Networking. What is it about networking and why is it important? Networking is a very important category to discuss when it comes to business because of the fact that if it isn't for your network, you may not get anywhere. Networking is more important than a lot of things that you're doing because if you don't have the right network surrounding the thing that you're preparing to do, you're not actually going to be able to push, promote, or grow what it is that you're doing because you're not going to have the right access to the right people that can help you do that. I learned a lesson about networking a long time ago when I started going to business events. It actually has been a long time since I've been to business events and I've come to the understanding that that came from the fact that, yeah, I don't go out much and this past 18 months, we couldn't really go out and network with much people anyway. And you had to deal with networking online, online meetups, um, virtual meetups, Zoom meetups. Sometimes that's the best way to do it because especially in our current conditions, if you want to grow a business or grow anything that you are trying to develop, the best way to build it and to grow it to the best of your ability is going to be that you grow with networking online because online cyberspace is the world wide web they call it world wide web for a reason you have access to the world where you may able to fill a room of people in one county or people that can get to the one county that you're in in public World Wide Web you can have a online zoom meeting and have people from Canada Austria Africa Zimbabwe Haiti anywhere and they're all over the world And you're networking with people that may have what it is that you're looking for. The biggest forms of networking um, today is social media. Social media is the best place to network whatever it is that you're trying to do. But the most recent form of social media that is killing the game is Clubhouse. Because it's an open space which you're able to have conversations with people about business and business endeavors in rooms where you have high peer high power not high ticket people pro 
you can be in rooms with millionaires and if you have something influential to say to that group of millionaires guess what they will hear you they will listen to you and they will follow what you're saying if I wanted to I could go into a room right now and talk to people or talk simultaneously into a clubhouse club room that is mine and invite people if I wanted to go into a room that I know that a lot of high power people are talking which I've done multiple times before and because I have my coach that she goes into rooms she ten, nine times out of ten if she's on there and I, she sees that I'm on she'll invite me into the rooms uh, lately I haven't been on it's my fault because I just haven't been on because I've just been working I've been busy I've been taking this time to uh, readjust to getting back to what it is that I do but it's where you go and how you network. I've actually been in, in thought process of networking with some of my old uh, business gang. There was a group of gentlemen that knew me pretty well on um, in person here in Baltimore. And I'm thinking about going back to reconnect with them and see what kind of connections they got for me now. Because you never know, you might end up, just because you're in a different location doesn't mean that the people that are in the location that you're in don't have connections to where you're going back to. Don't ever think that. Just because you're in Baltimore doesn't mean everybody is from Baltimore or operating in Baltimore. They may be from where you're from. And they can connect you to a high-power person in that place. Don't ever be afraid to network. I've gone through networking. Um, I used to go to Meetup, and I got con I got um, connected to certain Meetup groups. And I remember I invited a friend of mine to a Meetup that was happening here in Baltimore, and we ended up at a fashion show. She hadn't been to a fashion show in a while because she actually had children, and she. Um, hadn't gotten the opportunity to experience that being around clothing, being around other designers to network, to talk about the things that she enjoyed doing because she was being a mom. And I was in there running up and down getting contacts and cards and talking to people and having conversations because that's what I came there to do. When you go into a networking event, you want to sit there and you don't want to just sit there and drink and talk you want to sit there network you want to find out what they do how they do it how what what whether it's going to be beneficial what it is that you're doing and if they are a candidate for you to call them back i literally found a stack of cards from a bunch of businesses that i used to talk or um met at certain series of the same business meetings and i'm actually sitting here like what the heck why not reach back out to some of these people and see if there's anybody that would be either interested in being promoted on the podcast or networking networking that is what networking is that what is that's what um 
you're doing. Just reaching out, making the contact, making contact. One of the biggest things that you can do when you have a networking meeting, you can reach out to a person, the owner, the have you of uh, and if the best thing that you could ever do is if you met the person and you can remember it's been years since I've gone to some of these events so I'm going to be honest some of them I probably wouldn't even remember what I said to them at the time but nine times out of ten I either commented to them about their hair commented to them about what it was they were doing I blessed them I said that uh, gave him some type of encouraging comment, so on and so forth. And because it was so long ago, you probably even say that you did it, and they probably would be like, oh, I don't quite remember. And because they don't remember, you, you got your in. Because even if you said it now, they would still go for it. I don't suggest lying because I'm a Christian, but even as a Christian, it's like I know me. I know how I operate. And encouragement is always a blessing. Whenever you're networking, the best thing that you can do, number one, is offer value to the people that you are trying to get contact with, trying to promote with. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. You don't ever know what's going to come of you making that contact or reconnecting to that contact. You don't know if that contact would be like, hey, that's a good idea. Um, I can help you with that. Hey, that's a good idea. I could use that. Hey, that's a good idea. What can I do for you if you're going to do that for me? wash your back you wash my back networking networking is a process I know that you can start networking simply on your social media by just going onto your social media and start posting brand new blog posts hashtagging those blog posts um on Instagram. It's a little bit trickier when you're on Facebook because they actually block you from hashtagging when they see SEO on your content because most of them want you to operate in your business segment but if you can reach more people it's better to um, do networking on your main pages but you have to be savvy about how you do it Twitter you only have a certain amount of words now you can do a twit longer article it's something that most people don't still use but I do still use it if I want to create longer posts I'll use twit longer and it still is in existence for y'all people that didn't realize TwitLonger still exists, it is still in existence. You can still create long posts on TwitLonger, but I don't. I, and this is an important post. Like, uh, my coach was doing 
the insta butter um social media training which actually teaches how to online network through doing your hashtagging and reaching out and commenting in other people's posts actually engaging because when you're engaged in conversation people actually talk to you they'll tell you certain things they'll peep you up on certain things that you may not know about what's going on in the social media realms or world because you're in the room being in the room makes the difference being in the room shows you and gives you the opportunity to have access and grow in ways that you were not able to grow because you're in the room. Um, perfect example. I remember one time, let's show you how networking works. I was at the dentist's office. I can't remember. Oh, I had a broken tooth and I needed to have some type of work done to that tooth. Uh, so I went to the dentist's office. I was sitting in the dentist's office and there was a woman that was sitting across from me and she gave me the card to the MLM company that she worked for at the time. And most people, is you're at the dentist, your tooth hurting, you ain't trying to really. Do. You know what? I took down the phone number. At the time, I had no job. I was looking for an opportunity, and I said, you know what? I typed, I called, and she forgot to give me the last digit to that woman's number. And I dialed that number until I had put every digit in the one slot that I didn't have that one number and you know about five to seven numbers in the person answered the phone it was the person that I was supposed to be talking to I talked to them I got invited to the meeting when I got invited to the meeting I sat there through a 45 it was a 45 minute or two hour it was a two hour meeting I enjoyed everything that they said. I sat back for the later in the evening meeting. Um, I, they were having a, a trip out of town for three days. The following morning, I took it. I was on that bus that next day. Uh, I went out of town for three days I had one of the most interesting and fun experiences going to that MLM event when I came back I went from signing up and becoming a rep to a senior rep in less than one month not only was I a senior rep in less than one month my same networking ability to go out and talk to people I pulled in 26 people to their next meeting and that's what got me senior rep within a month because I was pulling people in left, right, and sideways. 
networking. Understanding and knowing how you can speak and tell your experiences and it will gain you followers. It will gain you people that will be interested in what it is that uh, you're developing. It's true. You can do that. But you've got to know which direction it is that you're supposed to be going in. You've got to understand this if I'm a podcast and this is the thing that I'm talking about why am I going to network with a person that sells dog treats granted yeah they may have somebody that they may be interested in and yes you can do um, dog treats for example perfect example if I was to create a page on my Facebook talk about talking about dogs and funny dog dog things and uh, Instagram posts where I'm doing something on dogs where I do reels on dogs because I do actually do that I do post reels on dogs because algorithm wise tip everybody looks at dog and cat videos and animal videos everybody loves those things and people will be grav- people will gravitate towards your page if you post something cute like that randomly every once in a while and when you're searching for something to post on your social media it's best to post something that's going to gain attraction catch 22 to that you're going to gain attraction from everybody and it may not be your target so there's a catch 22 to everything but you can grow sometimes it's about gaining the growth and siphoning the people out later uh, but the one thing you don't want to do is pay for traffic because I remember when Instagram was first coming up people would pay for traffic all the time and my coach actually let me know this that uh, Instagram started scanning and dumping uh, on pages so high-end celebrities were actually getting their accounts dropped down to so many so few people on their um, social media accounts because somebody was paying to um, put fake bots as fans to people's pages you want to know that you have real people engaging your uh, products And if you don't have real people engaging with products, you may want to think, how can I find out a way to do something to push the limit? or push my limit because you want to know that 
as you are networking, that you're networking to the right set of people. This is has been my issue recently because I'm willing to put myself out there, but I don't want to sit there and promote to people that aren't my target people. Being a creative is a good thing because you're pretty much targeting everybody in the creative field, but you're not going to sit up there and be targeting music fans. You want people that... Yes, you want music fans if you're promoting your own music, but you're not going to want um, people that are... You want to find the creatives, the creators, the musicians, the um, creative people. What are they listening to? What are they liking? How are they liking those things? Um... You want to find the people that are creating because people that are creating are looking to create podcasts, are looking to be creative. Maybe these are people that are seeking out a new way to create. But you want to network in the right circles. So you want to networking want to network within networking groups. You want to be available and have openings and open doors in those areas and sometimes maybe the best thing to do is to step back and do it organically word of mouth talk to people get engaged go out to meetups go out to going out and engaging people in the street and having full-on conversations because sometimes when you're engaged with people and having actual conversation with other people you find that you are opening doors for yourself to be able to gain contacts and connection with real people that may actually have the answers that you're looking for. Gaining opportunities with the right people, being in the right circles, in the right areas, and the right things. But you've got to be um, open and available see those things come open and come to pass network open doors gaining understanding availability But you got to be open to that availability and be available to receive it. You can't be a closed-minded person and expect to be able to network or get anything that you need to get done. Perfect example, I remember one time somebody had uh, offered me the opportunity to work for their nonprofit. But I was a little skeptical, but at the time I wasn't working. So I said, hey, let me see what I can do here. But I was cautious. Because the person was like, oh, yeah. But they thought that I didn't understand and I was just going to jump on what it was that they were asking me to do. I wasn't. I actually had connections with a business, had connections with a business networking group. And I actually had a meeting re- coming up that afternoon. 
So I went to that business meeting and I discussed the, the very topic and everything that the person had talked to me about. And that person and the few people I did talk to gave me advice on it. I took that information back. But the next time I talked to that guy about that uh, business that he had offered me, that guy ran away from me on the phone. He hung up that phone so fast after I gave him all the business information that I had because I was smart enough to network with the business people that I knew to gain understanding about what it was that guy was talking about. When I came back to him with knowledge, he knew he couldn't play me like that. Networking can save your behind <laughs> when it comes down to uh business opportunities and endeavors because when you have the right connections one it allows you the ability one not to sound smarter but to gain information that will allow you to be able to better manage and maintain that opportunity so networking is a blessing no matter what platform in which you're using. Uh, but you have to be savvy. And in today's society, yes, we're opening back up. We're seeing things. Um, but you still have to understand how to network in these times. Yes, you're still able to meet in groups. You still have to wear masks so on and so forth. But... Is opportunities out there to network? What events? What local events? What vending events? What um, networking situations that you can go out and meet people? How can you network? Sometimes you may be an online business owner or online podcaster, but being a person that's open to going out to talk to people, being a person that's willing to sit down and write letters and um, social media posts to people that are out uh, on social media that you haven't talked to. How does uh, you being creative and artist appeal to those people? How can you network to those people? I, 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 I'm thinking now about how can I open myself up to networking to even promote this podcast to more people and sometimes it's going back to basics going out and networking the very way I'm talking about right now and it may be getting off of social media and actually talking to actual people that may make the difference of how far this podcast goes within the next week how much of a shift change a thing that I see in making those changes maybe taking the time to go on to a website and say let me uh, order me some business cards for my podcasts and going out and networking with actual people Instead of just depending on social media. Social media streets be hard. But if you run into a good amount of real people. They can network you to their social media street. And 
there you go. You end up with more by actually dealing with actual people. But it's all in perspective. Whatever it is that you're doing is a perspective. Are you writing the letters? Are you engaging the people? Are you offering to help them do something? Are you gifting them? Are you showing them, um, are you approaching them in such a way that you can find opportunities to collaborate and network to be able to open up the ability to do platforms and other platforms and to grow the thing? Sometimes you may find that you already have something that is valuable. It's just knowing who and where it is. Um, I went on a, a Be On TV boot camp challenge a few, like a month or so ago, and then a few weeks, like a week or so ago, I um, completed the challenge. And the one of the biggest questions they ask you is they say, I want you to write down 20 people that you know. How they can how you can connect with them, and who do they know that can get you on television? And maybe just maybe that's something I need to sit down and do. Networking. How can you network in this season? Something to think about. So take the challenge. Write down your closest people and their connections. You never know how far it will go. For Taj McCameron from the scenes to live the dream. Much love, faith, peace, and blessings. Until next time. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Seem to Live the Dream and we're talking about not leveraging your search traffic. I want to come from this perspective. This is going to be a short but sweet segment. We all have search traffic. We are doing constant searches on a day-to-day basis. We are searching for things. We are in our social medias. We are developing things. And you have to understand that if you're developing a business, you're developing anything, you want people to come to the thing that you're developing. You don't want it to sit there stay. So you have to have the understanding that you're going to work with your SEO. What is SEO? Search engine optimization. How are you working with search engine optimization? Let's start with the simple fact. Hashtags. Are you using your hashtags? 
The hashtags are used, needed, and necessary in order to help you develop a location to be found. Instagram allows you to put about 29 to 30 hashtags on your posts. And people will start to find you through using these series of hashtags. You have to be aware of where your people are, who they are, and how they search in order for these hashtags to work. It is keywords that people are searching for. Now, what you want to do is, if you're for myself, I develop a podcast. Each of my titles need to have words that are search engine optimized if I want to uh, play on the factor of what it is that I'm talking about. That would mean that when I post my episodes or desire to post my episodes, I would actually need to go find a title that is highly searched on social media. If I find something that is highly searched with a series of words, it don't have to be the exact same set of words, but it has to have words in it that are highly searched so that when my podcast goes live, it's going to come up as one of the higher search engine optimized posts so people will find it and get new viewers because of what it is that I'm talking about. And it's not to say you want to go out there and create titles that are clickbaity. No. That's never good. You should go out there and find people in your industry doing similar things that you are doing that have high ranking titles. What are their, their highest ranking titles? Or what are they talking about that is gaining them views? Either use the same wording same words that they use, arranged, arranged in a certain way, so that people will know where they can find you. Same thing happens when it comes down to your social media. What is a highly searched word or phrase? You want to put yourself in that avenue or clip of people that are being searched like that. That's how people will find you. So when you post, you do a video, you uh, create what it is that you're doing, you're going to do so from a highly trafficable situation. Uh, are you in the hashtags? Are you creating hashtags? Do you have the right set of hashtags? I know right now that certain sets of hashtags that I use, I'm going to actually be rotating out and changing because I'm noticing that the, the types of people or the amount of people that I'm getting is either low or the set of people are not people that are interested in actually what it is that I'm talking about. They're more so trolling to 
get you promoted or something like that. So they troll these hashtags to promote you to get paid to promote or something. Real engagement. Um, and that takes, sometimes real engagement takes real engagement. So in order to get real engagement, you need to go forth and actually engage in other people's posts. This is something that I'm guilty of not doing because I'm so busy working nine times out of ten that I barely engage with my own posts. Sad, but yet true. Because I'm always constantly burying my head in whatever it is I'm working on. I rarely think about engaging with other people. I'm so sorry, guys. It's not that I don't want to. It's that, that I don't think about it. And the places I do engage are not in places where it's the people that are following me. I usually engage in places that are increasing my knowledge, increasing what it is that I'm doing for the business on the back end, not so much on the customer end. And if it was the other way around, that's where I would gain viewership. And for me, it's finding the balance in that. For me, um, sometimes I will do it as an example, but there are a lot of times that I won't continue to maintain it. And it's the maintenance of it that continues to keep consistency going with that. And that's the truth of the matter. Um... But yeah, in order for you to really see change, it has to be real organic engagement. And this is the thing that my coach beats into my head all the time. Love you, coach. But um, you have to be consistent and really engaged. And for me, there are so many things and so many projects that I'm interested in doing that when I find free time I don't want to spend the week engaging with people it'll probably be beneficial to gaining the right audience for what it is that I'm trying to do but the catch 22 to that is the projects that I'm actually more interested in instead of sitting for eight hours a day and engaging with other people the projects that I'm interested in, whether it be making my music or making my this, that I usually don't have the time to do because I'm working on my podcast or working on my other things. It's that 50-50 split. Do I engage for a week or do I do something that I'm passionate about? And it it's that 50-50 split. Now, if I was paying somebody to be engaging, hey, they'd be engaging and I'd be doing the things I want to do. But I'm only one person right now, so it's a point of decision and choosing which do I want to do. And everything is a choice. But if you want 
to know and learn about the traffic and searching search engine optimization. I have a couple of people that are interested. A couple of people I know that do those types of things, and I even talk about it in one of um, my courses that is coming soon. But it's possible. You have to make the effort, though. So this is Taj McCameron from Steam to Live the Dream. Until next time, love, faith, peace, and blessings. Hello, this is Steam to Live the Dream. And I wanted to take this time to help anybody that may be struggling in this time and in this season. You've decided that you have an idea, you have a thought, you have something that you're ready and willing to want to get out in this season, and you need just a little bit of help to get it out there. Come reach out to me because I now have a podcasting course available that is going to help you show you lead you in the right direction into how to set up everything that you will need to know for setting up a podcast in this season in order to create a revenue stream that can make you money from years to come tap into me this is Dean to live the dream bye-bye recently lost his job maybe the job security isn't all that secure with all that's going on and you don't know what to do you're battling fears of poverty chasing you deep down holding back that scream fighting against depression because when you thought that when you got married it was going to get easier but in current circumstances it feels harder thoughts have crossed your mind that you wouldn't even speak out your mouth because everything's supposed to be okay isn't it isn't it how does the mind cope with not having freedom physical. I'm here to help you loosen those chains. 
I'm here to help you fight those feelings of suicide. I'm here to help you because people do not realize that we walk in daily persistence. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. But if you keep on running, you'll eventually get to your goal. Keep walking. I'm here for you. This is Taj McCamlin for the Steam to Live the Dream. I'll see you in the next episode.